Welcome, ladies, as we gather today. We continue our study of the wheel illustration from the Godly Woman Bible Study by looking at two of the back wheel's four spokes. Remember the analogy of the bicycle is attaching spiritual truths to parts of the bicycle, which will help us recall the important components for a healthy daily walk with Jesus. One of the goals of this study is to help you become the kind of woman whose life is explainable only in terms of God. We have the important frame which results from a salvation experience through believing in Jesus. The chain of grace is God doing for us what we in no way can do for ourselves. The back wheel has the hub, which is Christ as our center, surrounded by the rim, which is the obedient Christian in action. The two vertical spokes represent our relationship to God and involve a regular day-to-day intake of God's Word and a consistent, intentional devotion to prayer, which is what we're going to study today. Let's take a moment and hear from Irma's heart to yours. My dear ladies, today you're studying the importance of making God's Word and prayer the very center of your life. God's Word must be taken in every day in a consistent, intentional way with a daily devotion to prayer. Do you always approach God in prayer, asking for something? I hope you will learn through this chapter the importance of praise, praising God for who He is, thanking Him for what He's done. Love, Irma. Before we start chapter 5, let us pray. Dear Father, I praise you for the word of God that is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. We ask, Father, that you would illuminate our hearts with your truth and deepen our commitment to read your word and to pray. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's begin with the word spoke, which is the foundational spoke. The Bible, according to 2 Timothy 3.16, is inspired by God, which means God breathed. Through human men, God inspired them to write the words we now have in the form of the Bible. It is the powerful Word of God that has value and reward to teach us, reprove us when we get off the right path of life, to correct us on how to get back on the right path, and then to train us on how to stay on the right path. Realize, dear friends, that God's word is not used to punish us. 2 Timothy 3.17 tells us why. That the man of God might be equipped and adequate for every good work. God's word is always from our good, coming from his heart and love to his children. The word of God is truth. Psalm 119, 160 says, The sum of your word is truth, and every one of your righteous ordinances is everlasting. Isn't it assuring, ladies, to know that when you hear or read God's word, the Holy Bible, that you're receiving truth 
not lies or deception. It is also the means of growth as a believer. 1 Peter 2 verse 2 says, Like newborn babes that long for the pure milk of the word, so that by it you may grow in respect to salvation. Those who love your law have great peace, and nothing causes them to stumble. Psalm 119 verse 165 says, God's word gives us peace, sometimes when we least expect it. I felt very well in early 2019, but it was time for my yearly checkup. As I waited for the report, I sat in the examining room, and a verse came to my mind that I'd memorized years ago. Psalm 112, 6-8 in the Old Living Bible. Such a man will not be overcome by evil circumstances. God's constant care of him will make a deep impression on all who see it. He does not fear bad news, nor live in dread of what may happen. For he settled in his mind that Jehovah will take care of him. That is why he is not afraid, but can calmly face his foes. I said to myself, Lord, am I going to hear some bad news? Then the phrase, Jehovah will take care of him, repeated in my mind. I was thrilled that God so lovingly spoke to me through his word that my heart was settled before the doctor came in. Yes, the report came back showing a suspicious area of tissue that I would need a biopsy to determine if it was cancer. My peace remained, and every time my heart would weaken, God's word came flooding in to me to encourage me for Jehovah will take care of me. I was not to fear bad news or live in dread of what may happen. So I worked on going back to God's word every time. After the biopsy, the challenge always is to wait, trusting God. The verse remained my comfort. And when the report came, Jeff and I rejoiced over the benign cells, not cancer. Ladies, Remember, when bad news comes or an uncertain future, God's word will keep you and walk you through whatever the future holds. You know, it's very important to understand why God has given us two of certain parts of our bodies. We have two eyes, two ears, two hands, two feet. Let's talk about the hands. The hands are a functional part of the arm. One hand can do great tasks, but two hands working in harmony together to accomplish a given job works more efficiently and precisely. So it is with the vertical spoke. Getting the word into us is extremely important. And so is prayer. They are complementary functional essentials in our relationship with God and our walk as a disciple. Together, they are powerful. Prayer is, first and foremost, fellowship with the Father, conversing with Him, enjoying Him, sharing His Word together, not just asking for something. Prayer connects us to the Almighty Creator, our Father and God, who loves us, and welcomes us into his presence. But it also involves listening, not just talking, being quiet before him, 
Psalm 46.10 says, Cease striving and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted among the earth. To cease striving means to be still. God wants to communicate and fellowship with us with all his heart because he not only created us, but he loves us. May I show you an illustration about prayer? Hold up your right hand. The pinky finger represents confession of my sins. To confess means to agree with God. 1 John 1, 9 says, if we confess our sins, he is faithful to forgive our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. The ring finger reminds me of petition. 1 Samuel 1, 27, Hannah said, for this boy I prayed, and the Lord has given me my petition, which I ask of him. The middle finger is intercession. Ephesians 6, 18, with all prayer and petition, pray at all times in the spirit. Intercession is praying for others or interceding on behalf of another. The pointer finger represents thanksgiving. Ephesians 5, 20, always giving thanks for all things in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, to God, even the Father. The thumb is praise, Psalm 146, 1, verse 2. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, O my soul. I will praise the Lord while I live. I will sing praises to my God while I have a being. Praise is like the opposable thumb. It works in tandem with each of the other fingers. Prayer is our lifeline to God. It is all about sharing my deepest thoughts, needs, longings, and burdens for others and for myself with a listening God who will always answer. There is a word hand which we will learn in chapter 8. Ladies, this week, would you commit to meeting with God every day and praying using the prayer hand for yourself and others. Remember to combine each finger with praise, thereby enhancing each task from the fingers. My time in the Word and prayer is the most exciting appointment of my day. I look forward to it early in the morning so I can carry Him throughout my day. Let's bow our heads and end our time in prayer. Father, would you meet with the ladies in a deep exchange of communication? Would you love on them and they on you? And may the Holy Spirit fill them with joy and peace that overflows to others. In Jesus' name, amen. Until we gather again, ladies, bye for now.